Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. We learn about dominion. We learn about ruling and reigning. And I believe that this message is very key to the end time revival, to the preparation of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible prophesies that there will be a great revival in the end time before the second coming of Jesus. And how can we have great revival if Christians are weak, don't know how to handle the situation and to, how to resist the enemy? So we need to understand how to stand on our ground by faith to fight against the enemy. Amen? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we open our hearts to receive your word. We open our ears to hear what the Spirit wants to say. We come to you, Lord, with a humble heart and ask you to change us, to renew our mind, to cleanse our thoughts. We want to have the mind of Christ. We want to have the understanding and revelation from heaven so that, Father, we will be changed to become more like Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. We have learned that from the beginning, God created man to have dominion. And man lost dominion when sin entered the world. And we want to receive that authority back through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness through Christ Jesus. But before we go into the teaching tonight, how to exercise our authority, I want to say something from our heart. You notice a while ago, I give some time for the Holy Spirit to minister and let the church spend time in the presence of God. Some of you were sitting there watching, and you may think in your heart as an intellectual people, or as a people who believe that you can handle everything yourself. You don't need this stuff. But I want to tell you that we need to learn how to come into the presence of God. We need to learn how to have the awareness of the realm of the Spirit of God. God is spirit. And the more we get into the realm of the spirit, the more we will be aware of him and his activities and his presence. We are not training people in the church to be intellectual people. If you want to train to be intellectual, you go to school. The church is not the intellectual school. The church is spiritual school. So we need to learn how to be aware of the presence of God, how to connect to God. And the Lord wants to bring all of us up to the next level of the awareness of the realm of the Spirit. Why? Why do we need to be aware of the realm of the Spirit? Because in the realm of the Spirit, the Lord will impart into us more faith, more understanding, more reparation, that you cannot get by just reading from the scripture on your own. You need the Spirit of God to reveal the things in the Bible to you. Not only that, we need to learn how to be alert or sensitive to the Spirit of God 24-7. We come to the camp like this. We are in the laboratory. We are practicing the presence of God. We learn how to hook up to the presence of God so that everywhere you go, you can be aware of his presence. You can connect to him easily in the operating room, in the clinic, in the school. Everywhere you go, you learn how to connect to him and be aware of his reality in your life. A lot of time, we come to church on Sunday and we try to know God. And after that, Monday to Saturday, God is somewhere else. We never talk to God. We never know anything about God. We never even listen to God. And that's why a lot of people get into trouble because they are walking 
in their flesh. They are not in the spirit. They are not following the Holy Spirit. We need to stay connected to Him all the time. Even during the surgery, I am connected to the Holy Spirit all the time. When I talk to my patient, I'm connected to the Holy Spirit all the time. When I'm preaching the Word of God, I'm connected to the Holy Spirit all the time. You learn, you practice. Because otherwise, if you don't get connected to the Holy Spirit, eventually we're going to produce Ishmael. We're going to produce the work of the flesh instead of producing the work of the Spirit or the outcome of the Spirit. Amen? We don't want anything false in the church. God is real. The power of God is real. We want the real thing from heaven. We don't need to cook it up. We don't need to try to make it up because we don't know God. We need to learn how to really hook up to Him. Amen? I notice that sometimes people who don't understand this is true, when they come into the meeting, they just sit there and watch people. Looking at people, what's happening, why that people cry, why that people laugh. And they just keep looking and looking and they miss it. Instead of just hook up and drink and learn how to be in the realm of the spirit, listen to him, let him talk to you, let him minister to you. But you waste your time watching other people. I want to encourage you to be that kind of people that really Hungry for the things of God. Hungry to be in the spirit. Amen? No one else can give you that much except the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can bring so much wisdom, joy, direction, guidance. He can tell you what to do. We need to honor and open up to the spirit of the living God. Let us focus on him every day. In other words... The best is that you don't have you anymore. You have God 100% of the time. That's why Jesus talked about, the Bible talked about, you die to self, you crucify yourself. You are aware of Him more than aware of yourself. A lot of people are carnal because they are aware of themselves all the time. You need to be aware of God more than yourself. And eventually, you're going to walk a victorious life because you are more aware of God. Amen? I did not do those things just for fun, to see people laugh, people fall, people touched by God. I'm training you to get into the realm of the Spirit. I'm training you to be hungry for the things of God, for the Spirit of God. Amen? Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Romans chapter 5, verses 12 to 14, Therefore, just as through one man, Adam, sin entered the world, and death through sin, thus death spread to all men, because all sin. For unto the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. And then verse 17 say, For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more, thank God, much more, those who receive abundance of grace and the, of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Again, the Bible says in verse 14, Death reigned all over the world. You see that everything died today. Flower dies, trees die, human dies, animal dies. Before Adam sinned against God, nothing died. Adam lived forever. Tree lived forever. Nothing died. But after Adam sinned against God, death came in and ruled the world. Destruction, depression, crying, curses, all come into the world after sin entered the world. But thank God, that is not the end of the story. Because Jesus Christ came into the world, the last Adam. And he gave us grace. He gave us the gift of righteousness. 
so that we can rule and reign in this life through Him. As Christians, we are not under the law of death anymore. We are not under the law of the devil anymore. We are not under the control of the devil anymore. We are ruling and reigning by the grace of God and the gift of the Holy Spirit. You may not be excited about this right now, but one day when you have experience of ruling and reigning and dominion, you're going to get excited about Romans chapter five verse seventeen. Amen. And many times this is the problem when we deal with intellectual people. As intellectual people. We tend to have this kind of mentality. I'm not going to believe it until I understand. But that's not the way you work with God. You don't need to understand to believe it. You just believe it first. You just put faith in the Bible first. I believe in Romans chapter five verse seventeen. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign. I reign. I just believe in what the Bible say, and don't worry about figuring it out, trying to understand how come this happened. I'm talking as an intellectual man too, because I'm a neurosurgeon. But I'm not going to get to the Bible with my intellect. I'm going to get to the Bible with my heart, and I believe that I rule and reign. And after you believe, what happened to you? And you keep talking about it. You wake up in the morning. I rule and reign. I have dominion in Christ Jesus. I have the grace of God. I have the gift of righteousness. I rule and reign. And you keep talking about it. And eventually, you're gonna experience it. And after you experience it, then you understand. A lot of things in the spiritual realm don't come with the understanding before the experience. Amen. When I marry Pastor Da. And if I say intellectually, I want to understand first how I can be blessed and enjoy the marriage with Pastor Da. Let me dissect and understand and study about marriage life first. I study for ten years. I will never marry her, but I don't need to study. I just have faith that marrying Pastor Da is good. And I don't have to go in the book and study how I marry Pastor Da is going to be fun. Going to be good. I just marry her, walk in the eye, pam 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 pam, and now, many years later, ah, it's real. I have experience, and now even you give me one million dollars to tell me that it's not true, it's too late, because I have the experience of the wonderful married life with Pastor Da, and the same thing with the Bible. You cannot come to God, and you say to God, "Oh God, you know I need to figure it out first. How the Scripture by Your stripe I'm healed. Let me figure it out for another five years." You cannot come to God and you try to figure it out. God, you became poor on the cross and then become rich. I don't understand that. Let me figure it out and go to Bible school for another ten years before I believe that Scripture. You don't need to go to Bible school to understand and try to believe in that Scripture. You just yes. Sir, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe what you say. I just take it, and you begin to experience it. Amen. I want to give you an analogy. Beside Pastor Da and I, a boy look at a, looks at a cow, and this is a black cow, and the black cow is eating green grass, and the black cow produce white milk, and they make yellow butter from the white milk. And the kid look at it, black cow, green grass, but white milk, and then yellow butter. <laughs> If the boy figure it out, how in the world the black cow eat the green grass and produce the white milk and then make the yellow butter? He keep thinking and calculating and using intellectual capacity try to figure it out. You can sit there for 10 years. You will never drink milk and eat butter. What do you do? Take it, and you will say, "I don't care anymore. Whether black cow or gold cow or whatever cow, I'm gonna enjoy the milk and the butter." Amen. 
<laughs> Don't be too intellectual with God. Don't try to dissect the Bible and try to figure it out to understand first before you believe. Faith is not intellectual. Faith is of the heart. You believe what God say. That's it. No if and or but. We get it, and you will see the result and have the manifestation of the promise of God in our own life. Amen. Tonight, I would like to show you one thing: that you were not only created to have dominion, but you are destined to have dominion. The beginning, you were created to have dominion, and at the end of the story, when Jesus comes back, you will have dominion. The first book, Genesis, talking about dominion for Adam. Let's look at the last book, Revelation. Chapter 22, verse 5 first. Revelation chapter 22, verse 5. There shall be no night there. They need no lamb, nor light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light. And they, who are they? We, believers, born again Christians, shall reign forever and ever. What is the end of the story? When Jesus come back, dominion going to be fully manifest. We're going to reign forever and ever. Amen. I promised God one thing about preaching the message. God deal with me many years ago. He told me, don't preach intellectual message. Don't preach soulless message, but preach spiritual message only. Because intellectual message and soulless message will give you cotton candy. It feels good, sweet, and people laugh and people have fun. But there is no good nutrition. But the spiritual message will accept the power of God, not only the form of godliness. Christianity of Peter, John, Paul was not only the form of godliness, because they see miracles and power and healing and deliverance and supernatural thing in their own eyes. The church needs to accept the ruling and reigning power of God on earth here. Amen? We need to learn how to walk in the power of God, to rule and reign in this life. Let me read Revelation one more time. Chapter 22, verses 1 to 3. This is the end of the story. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was a tree of life. Everyone say life. life. Which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing, everyone say healing, of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and His servants shall serve Him. Look at this scripture, you can see that our God is a God of life, the God of power, the God of healing, and the God of blessing. When Jesus comes back, there will be only life. There will be only blessing. There will be only healing. Amen. When he comes back, it's going to be perfect. It will never be too hot again, even one degree. It will never be too cold, even when I am in the operating room, I like 72 Fahrenheit. My assistant, he is Caucasian. He likes 62. We fight every time in the operating room. I love 72, he loves 62. So sometimes I talk to God. How are you going to please everybody in the world with the temperature in a thousand years? And God said, I'm God, I know how to handle. That's it. When Jesus comes back, the wind will never be too strong. There is no destructive storm anymore. There is no hurricane. There will not be any tornadoes. There will not be any earthquake. There's nothing that rots and decays 
and smell anymore. Only the blessing. Everything going to be perfect when Jesus come back. Amen. That is Revelation chapter 22, which is not a fairy tale. It's a real story. And look at verses 4 and 5 again. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads, and there shall be no night there. They need no lamb, nor light of the sun. For the Lord give them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. The original plan of God, we reign, we have dominion. But we lost it. And then the destination of our life at the end, when Jesus come back to rule and reign for 1,000 years, we're going to reign with him in those 1,000 years. That is our destiny. What happened in the middle between the beginning, the book of Genesis, and the book of Revelation? You see, the beginning, Adam reigned. At the end, we reigned. What happened in the middle? Between our beginning and destiny, we need to warm up to it. Everyone say, warm up. We're going to warm up to reigning. That's why we have this class. We're going to learn how to reign now before we get there at 1,000 years. Let me ask this question. If you want to be a champion runner, what do you do? If you want to be swimmer champion, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit on the couch drinking coffee and talk about running? What do you do to be a champion runner? You run every day. How about if you want to rain very well? What are you going to do? Start raining every day. Start ruling every day. Now on this earth, you need to warm up to the end time. Amen? That's why we need to learn how to reign in this life right now. Yes, the devil is still reigning to the world, but not to us. He still brings calamity, destruction, disease, illness, broken home, cancer, cure, and lots of problems. But we, on the side of the church, as a believer, we can push him out, and we can rule and reign, and we can say to him, no, 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 I'm not under fever anymore. Or, no, 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 I'm not under your thumb anymore. You cannot come here. You cannot reign over me. I will reign. I will rule. I have dominion. I'm going to exercise my authority right now. So tonight I want to tell you how to exercise your authority. I cannot preach the whole sermon. I will continue on Sunday. But I'm going to show you a little bit first. And I will send, listen to you. Arizona, yes, sent to you. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. Let's look at how we reign. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? A king is a person who has no fear. A king is a person who has authority, and power. He has the power back him up. The soldier, the army, back him up. He has the right and authority to say whatever he wants. He wants to do whatever he desires to do. A king has that authority. Let me ask you a question. If a king wants to build a house, what does he do? Does he go and find hammer and nail and equipment? What does he do? He has a group of people doing the work for him and willing to help him. So what did he say? Build a house for me. And a group of people jump in. Boom, 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 boom. In a few months, the house is done. It's built. How does a king rule? By his word. A word of a king is powerful. He decree and he command, and things happen. The king doesn't have to make any physical effort to get the job done. Amen? Does the king have to fast to get the job done? I'm going to fast so that my citizen will build a house for me. No. The king doesn't have to fast to get the job done. 
we call Jesus the King of all kings. Initially, I thought that he is the King of all the president in the world, the King of the country, the King of that nation. But now I know when I say the King of all kings, the small K I N G S. You know who are they? We are the small K I N G S. He is the King. Of all kings who sitting in this room, turn to each other and say, "You are a king. You shall rule. You shall reign." Amen. Okay, look at another scripture. Tonight I have a short sermon because I don't want to go too late. Job chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-one. Job twenty-two, twenty-one. Oh, I love the scripture. It's so good. Now acquaint yourself with him, and be at peace. Him is capital H, mean God. Thereby, good will come to you. Okay, start from this scripture. What the Bible is trying to say: You need, as little little kings, you need to be acquainted with the big king. You need to know your King Jesus. You need to love Him. You need to be at peace with Him. You need to please Him, make Him happy. You need to press into Him. You need to worship Him. I want to encourage a lot of people in this room when we start worship, don't just sit around and look at the ceiling. Stand up and worship the King of all kings. Get close to Him. Worship Him. Exalt Him. Amen. Read His Word. Read His Bible. Get to know Him by His Word. Get to know Him by the Spirit. And the Bible promised that if we acquaint ourselves with Him, the King of all kings, good will come to us. How many people want bad to come to you? No one. How many people want good to come to you? What do you do? Acquaint yourself with the King of all kings. Please worship the Lord. Don't just sit around talking, looking. Oh, they worship. You know, I'm I'm not trying to sarcastic anybody here, but I really mean it. I really loved you. I really loved you. I want you acquainted with Him. Come into the prayer line. Get the Holy Spirit touch you so that you can acquaint with God. Because the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to know the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. To know the King of all kings, I cannot help you to know the King. The Holy Spirit can help you to know the kings. Amen. The King of all kings. Look at verse twenty-three and twenty-four. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. How many people want to be built up? I want to be built up. Uh, you will remove iniquity far from your tents. You need to repent. All the kings. Then you will lay your gold in the dust. Normally, how do you keep gold in a fireproof safe? So, if somebody has so much gold that he can just throw on the dust, it means he has so much left over. Is that right? Are you going to put the gold on the dust? No way. You put it in the safe. But if you have bunch of gold, just one piece of gold throw the dust. What a big deal! So what God tried to say here is, if you acquaint with God, you love God, you repent, you really walk with God faithfully, come back to God, God will give you much prosperity. And not only prosperity, the goal of offer, which is the best goal in that generation, among the stones of the brooks. Amen. Everyone say, "Good will come to me." I will be built up. I will lay gold in the dust. I will prosper. It sound like a king. Does it sound like a king? The king has a lot of gold. People build things for him. Good come to him. People give him good things. Sound like a king. Look at verse twenty-five to twenty-seven. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. So God will be your gold and your precious silver, for then you will have your delight in the Almighty. Delight. 
Do you notice that I smile all the time? I'm happy all the time. I smile and laugh all the time in the church. You know why? I delight in my God. I'm really happy with my God. I delight in the Lord, my God. I'm happy to be a Christian. If you really understand salvation and you understand your God, the King of all kings, you cannot sit. Look around, so sad, so stressful. You're gonna be. <laughs> you smile all the time. Delight in the Lord your God. Let's change the culture in the church. Let's change the culture. Don't have that culture like religious. Mm. Pharisees culture. Mm. I need to look serious because I'm very religious. No, delight. Everyone said delight. delight. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Delight in your God, and lift up your face to God. Worship Him, and what happened? You will make your prayer to Him, and He will hear you. Amen. Wow, look like a king. Whatever he pray, the king of all kings answer, walking like kings on earth here. Now we come to verses 28 to 29. I like this. I like this scripture. You will also declare a thing. Oh, you remember a while ago I read Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. Where the word of a king is, there is power. Now we come to verse 28. You will also declare a thing. And it will be established for you. He sound like a king. You say, build a house. The house is built. You declare a thing. And it will be established for you. You sound very excited. I'm very excited. I like that. Hallelujah. So light will shine on your ways. What does it mean, light shine on your ways? Light in this scripture, I believe it means you're going to get wisdom, what to do in the next step. You're going to get understanding of what's going on around you. You're going to get protection, the pillar of fire, the light, protect you from demonic attack. He cannot come near you. Do you know that demons do not like light? They like darkness. You walk in the light, you get protection, you get direction, you get guidance from the king of all kings as kings on earth here. When they cast you down, when people curse you, when people talk bad about you, you smile and you say, exaltation will come. Is that like a king? People say, oh, I don't like this kind of Christian, this Holy Ghost Christian. You smile. Exaltation will come. Actually, when I look at the movie from Uganda, I really stir to go and preach this kind of message. They need this kind of message. They need to know that they are kings and priests. They can rule and reign. They don't need to live in poverty. They don't need to live in that kind of situation. God going to change Uganda. Jesus can change that nation. Amen. I have total faith that if they embrace the truth and do what is right, they will see the change in the nation. They need the truth. Amen. When they cast you down, you say, exaltation will come. Then he will save the humble person. And he will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, listen carefully. He will be delivered by the purity of your hands. What does it mean? You walk with God, you love God, you're so close to God, and God gives good things to you. God answers your prayer. God gives you gold, too much that you can put on the dust. God gives you favor. God gives you direction. God protects you by His light. God guides you. And so much and much, and you are like a king to the point that you have so much. And you can begin to put your hand out to help other people. You are a hand of purity. 
living a pure life, repenting, and you begin to help other people, set the captive free, heal the sick, deliver people, and not only that, you can say, "Oh, you lack money? Okay, I can give to you." Oh, they are in trouble financially. Oh, I have so much gold. Why don't I pick up from that dust and I give to you? And I can write a big check for the church, for the ministry. I can bless people financially. Is it sound like a king? Yes, seem like a king. Job chapter twenty-two. But the key you need to have a relationship with the King of all kings in order to get to this point. Amen. These two passages, Ecclesiastes chapter eight and Job chapter twenty-two, say the same thing. How do you exercise your authority? How does a king reign? By his speech, by what he says. Amen. Let me read the Ecclesiastes one more time. Where the word of a king is, there is power. Job twenty two twenty eight, you will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you. Praise God. I want this scripture to get into your spirit. I want to encourage you to be the kind of soil that the scripture come in like a seed. Believe me, in the room like this, there will be somebody who. Are like the wayside, the rocky soil, the thorn, and the good soil. Some of you hear this scripture, and you say, "Sound good," but it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Then Satan come and snatch the seed away. Some of you listen today, and tomorrow you forget about it, and you don't practice it, and eventually it's gone. Some of you, the pressure of the world put pressure on you, and you forget about this camp, and you never use the word. Let me read to you Mark chapter four, thirteen to twenty. And he said to them, "Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sowed the word. Now I'm sowing the word to you right now, and I pray that you will be a good soil." And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan come immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake. Immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitful of riches, and the desire of other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones. I pray that you will be this one, the one sown on good soil, good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, bear fruit. Some thirty-four, some sixty, and some a hundred. I beg you tonight to receive this word as a seed and let it grow. Let it grow. I believe that you may not see the change in your life overnight. You may not see maybe in next day, next week. But if you keep meditating on this word, what you learn in this camp, you keep. Thinking about it, meditating on it, talking about it. I'm ruling. I'm reigning. My word as a king has power. I decree anything; it shall come to pass. You keep talking about it, doing it, practicing it. Eventually, your life will never be the same. You will be changed. You cannot produce 100 folds, 30 folds. Your life will never be the same. Amen. Let the word of God come in and change you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, what you learn tonight? 
Number one, you were created to have dominion, and you are destined to have dominion. We are in the middle, and we need to warm up to it. We need to learn how to practice authority and dominion now before we get there. Keep exercising, keep running, keep swimming, keep using authority. Second thing we learn: How do we exercise authority? We're going to learn more detail about using word on Sunday in the future. As I say, ten sermons. This is the third sermon, so I go only two and a half now. How do we exercise authority? By spoken words. A king uses spoken words. Watch your word carefully. If you wake up in the morning, oh, I have a bad house, I have a bad knee. You decree it. You're gonna have a bad knee. If you wake up in the morning, oh, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. You're gonna be sick and tired. Because you decree it to yourself, you have to be careful. The word of a king has power. You are kings under the King Jesus. Make sure you treat him right, acquaint with him, love him, worship him, serve him, fear him, repent, get to know him every day. Read the word of God. And good things gonna come to you. You will be like kings on earth here. He will answer your prayer. The light will shine in front of you. The child, wherever you go, the light of God go before you. You get direction, and whatever you decree, it shall happen. Why somebody decree nothing happen? Because their life with God is not there. Amen. Be faithful, serve God, love God, get into the Word of God, and from now on, watch your mouth. Let this word that I preach today sink into your spirit, and become a good soil, good ground that it will grow, and you will see that years from now, your life will never be the same. You see more victories, more and more of victories as kings on earth here. Amen. Hallelujah. On Sunday we're going to learn the example of Jesus Christ, how he used his spoken word to rule and reign. I give you example on Sunday. We read the Old Testament is Ecclesiastes and Job. On Sunday I'm going to read all New Testament scripture. About how Jesus used His word to rule and reign. Are you excited about that? Yes. How many people want to get this series of CD teaching to listen the whole thing one more time? And for the Thai people, don't worry. I will preach in Thai and record in the CD as well. For the Chinese people, I can preach and you translate and record too. I cannot preach in Chinese. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word, and we thank you for teaching us your truth. Help us, Lord, soften us to be the good soil. Lord, we want to produce fruit, thirtyfold, sixtyfold, hundredfold. We want to be used by you. We want to reign. Our destiny is reigning as kings. Therefore, Father, help us to reign and rule. Help us to have faith in these scriptures that we're going to meditate on them day and night and practice what we learn, Father. Help us to watch our mouth, our words, what we say, because we don't want to decree negative things into our life. We want to decree only godly things to. Our own life, our family, our spouse, our kids, our friends in the church, and to the society and to the nations, Father, help us to rule and reign in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Before we pray for people, let me ask a question. Any one of you in this room is not sure that you will go to heaven. It's not sure that you are born again. Or maybe you knew you were born again, but you walk away from God for many months. You're not faithful to God. You're not reading the Bible that much. You don't pray. You don't go to church. You don't serve God. So tonight you say, God, I want to come back to Job 2, 22. I want to acquaint with you. I want to walk with you. I want to turn around and come back to you and be faithful. I want to be a king on earth. Come back to you. Or you never become a Christian. But tonight you say, I want to give my life to God, to Jesus. I want to know Jesus. I want to rule and reign. I want to receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness through Jesus Christ. If you are these people, I want to encourage you to pray with me. Amen. If you are these people, could you please stand up and I will lead you to prayer to give your life to Jesus. Return to God and say, Jesus, I give my life back to you today. Could you please stand up? Anyone? Don't be shy. Anyone else? Thank you for standing. Anyone else want to pray the prayer of dedication back to God or the prayer of salvation? Anyone else that want to dedicate your life back to God? You want to be born again? I just want to give the chance to people. Hallelujah. Stand up. I will lead you to pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, Father in heaven, I come back home. I come back home. I want to acquaint with you. I want to follow you. You are the king of my life. Oh Lord. I want to follow you. Turn away from my sins. And delight in you. Please Lord. Forgive me. I promise you Lord. I will serve you. I live for you. All the days of my life. Thank you Lord. For giving me this chance. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done have been washed away by your only Son. Bring me your tired, you said. We seek your glory Lord, I sing to you A new song, a new song Lord, I give to you A new song, a new song Hear the words, hear the words Your energy I want to be